And out of the chaos in Congress and what congressional Republicans have managed to do in the last 24 hours, keeping them honest. In that short time, they killed tough border legislation they once demanded, with the Senate putting the final nail in the coffin today. Also failed last night in what they tried to do instead, which is impeach the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. Republicans failed because House Speaker Johnson did not count on Democrat Al Green, who is recovering from surgery, turning up and voting, which prompted fellow Republican Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky to tweet today, getting rid of Speaker McCarthy has officially turned into an unmitigated disaster. And that, in turn, drew this response from Speaker Johnson. Well, it, look, it, it was a mess what happened here, but we're cleaning it up, and Massey's one of my dear friends and colleagues, and, and uh, I, I don't think that this is a reflection on the leader. It's a reflection on the body itself and the place where we've come in this country. That's the leader who calls what happened a mess, presided over the mess, but does not think that presiding over said mess is a reflection of his leadership, which is for his members to decide, certainly not us. As for what he calls the place where we've come in this country, it's worth remembering just what that place looks like, even to some Republicans, especially to the conservative Republican who negotiated the tough border legislation his Senate colleagues killed today. Here's Senator James Langford shortly before the vote. This is the place where we've come in the country. This is the pen that I was handed at that desk when I was sworn in to the United States Senate. And I signed a book that was at that desk with this pen because I was becoming a United States senator. Because the people at home sent me here to get stuff done and to solve problems. There's no reason for me to have this pen if we're just going to do press conferences. I can do press conferences from anywhere, but we can only make law from this room Except, of course, when they can't, which also put aid for Ukraine and Israel on ice because House Republicans demanded it be tied to a border deal before doing a 180 when the former president told them to. They're not the only ones following this Trump, uh, the Trump line on this. Here's Senator Lankford again. This is the place where we've come in this country. I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. Because I do not want you to solve this during the presidential election. By the way, they have been faithful to their promise and have done everything they can to destroy me. Well, that's where we are in the country today, a commentator telling a senator they will try and destroy him for negotiating a deal that delivered on many conservative priorities, only to be shivved, essentially, by people who claim to be conservatives at the behest of their leader, who never really was a conservative, Donald Trump. But for every senator betrayed, there are all the border officers left high and dry, all the asylum seekers stuck in a process that takes years to navigate, all the families losing loved ones to fentanyl and all the cities struggling to care for migrants bust in by many Republican governors, mostly, who said they were doing it because of the need for tougher border security, which is exactly what this deal, now dead, would have delivered, at least far more than exists currently. 
courtesy of Republican Senator Langford, who negotiated it, and a handful of other Republicans who did not do the former president's bidding and supported it, including Alaska Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski, who said this about the process. I've gone through the multiple stages of grief. Today, I'm just pissed off. Joining us now is Texas Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Thanks so much for being with us, Congressman. You heard the, the Senator uh, Murkowski saying she's pissed off. Are you, to use her words, pissed off? Look, I'm, I'm going to be pissed off every day that we have almost 300,000 illegal people crossing our border and most of them let loose in the United States. Look, I've, I'm of the opinion that we need a solution on this. Um, I'm very frustrated by this process. I, I think the Senate process was destined to fail from the beginning. You put one senator in the room who's in the minority with really no leverage over two other senators who are in the majority who really have no incentive um, to make a strong deal because they're not worried about the reelection. I've said from the beginning, this should what we should have done as Republicans is follow the playbook we did with the debt ceiling, where we have an established uh, a set of negotiation uh, baselines, right? And that, for us, that's HR two, right? That's our border bill. We start there. We say that's where we want to go. We go straight to the White House because Biden's the one who's actually worried about his reelection, and and this is an historic moment where we can actually make a deal. And so what we should be doing is sending right that, that supplemental right back with HR two attached, so we finally enter the conversation. I'm not part of the Senate. I'm part of the House. And so that's what I would do uh, to keep this going, because uh, in the end, that's what I care about. It's border security. It, it is, though. I mean, it's odd to hear, and, and you pointed this out, uh, that, you know, to hear Republicans in the House saying we don't now need a border bill, who were supporting H.R. 2, which was a border bill that passed in the House by Republicans, but couldn't pass in the Senate because of, of Democrats. But, but the biggest difference now is the former president has said, he doesn't want it. I mean, that, that seems to be the one thing that has actually changed. I don't know. I guess I, guess I need to talk to him. I'm not one of those Republicans. So I, I do know that we need H.R. 2. Uh, we need changes to our asylum laws. There's, there's too many loopholes. Uh, we need to, to clarify the parole authority, which is being abused massively by this administration. We need to codify into law remain in Mexico. It, we, we do need H.R. 2. Right? There, 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 immigration laws have not been updated in far too long. And they've been exploited by the cartels, uh, by, by, by people just looking for a job, but exploited nonetheless and cutting in front of the line of millions and millions of legal immigrants. So we absolutely need that. I'm not one of those Republicans saying we don't need changes in law. Uh, we have an historic opportunity to get those changes in law now. I'm, but isn't that I'm what, never going to stop saying that. That's what conservatives in the Senate, I mean, Lankford has said, which is H.R. 2 couldn't pass in the Senate. And sometimes, you, you know, in, in lawmaking, and you know this better than I do, you need to make compromises in order to get stuff passed. And this was the most conservative bill, and Democrats, I mean, Biden agreed to it, um, probably because of, of the pickle he's, he's in. It seems like this was a, I mean, according to Langford, this was as good as conservatives could possibly get if to actually get something done and move the ball down. Well, it, we have the majority in the House, so we would disagree. We would think that we could get more, and and we should try to do that. Right, but you know, again, to, like, like yeah. I said, this process Sorry, was flawed from the start on, on, on part of Republicans. It was flawed from the start because you put one person in there, you make it completely secret. It, they didn't do a communications plan with everybody surrounding them. They didn't tell anybody what was in it. Immigration law is extremely complicated, so when it comes out, just everybody interprets it every which way. You, you've got to start with H.R. 2, and then you go from there. Of course, there's a negotiation, but, but of course, and of course, H.R. 2 by itself is dead in the Senate. I acknowledge that. 
but we're adding the supplemental to it. We're talking about Ukraine aid, which is extremely unpopular with Republicans. But a couple it, yeah. of these things, and America wins. America wins in both ways. But so it does seem like look, the that's still my goal. I mean, it, it, you know, I understand your focus is on what happens in the House, but it, I mean, as Langford said, a commentator said to him, I'm going to go after you if you try to do anything that solves any border problem in an election year. I mean, the elephant in the room is the former president who doesn't want, it seems, anything. I mean, he said it has to be a perfect deal. No deal that can actually get through a democracy, a Senate, can be a perfect deal. Isn't it clear that the former president does not want yeah. any deal and Republicans are not going to make any deal if the former president doesn't want it? Look, here's what I say to people who think that they, they need to let illegal immigrants in just to hurt Biden in the polls. Uh, my message to Trump is, I think you can beat Biden. I think you, I will help you beat Biden. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my message. And, and, and look, Biden is unpopular in so many ways. People do not trust him on border security or the economy or very, uh, various other issues. Uh, we need to actually solve the border crisis. Um, it is also true that there are people on both sides, and mostly in the activist groups, and there have been uh, forever, that never want this problem solved. All viewers need to know this, right? On the left and the right, they make money by this, by, by perpetuating this problem. But you're talking about Donald Trump. Actually I mean, I understand you're saying it's activist no, groups, not, but, not, but that no, is Donald no, Trump so. makes money. <laughs> I know you want me to say that. Well, no, I don't want you. I, but, but I mean, you're, you're, you're a very honest guy and a very, you know, I, that people on both sides of the aisle applaud you for that. He, he has put his thumb on the scale on this. And I understand the activist groups who have agendas and make money off this, but he's making money off this and he's running an election. I mean, this is a, a perhaps a winning issue for him and he does not want improvement despite all the talk of fentanyl, despite all the talk of national security issues. He doesn't want a deal. I mean, look, you'd have to ask him. You'd have to you'd have to pull a quote from him that I can that I can respond to. I don't. Right. I don't, but I, but but lots of people in, in the House have border. said that. There's That's, a lot of Republicans really in the House who supported HR two, who are now saying, well, we don't need any border deal at all. And the only reason they're saying that is because they're wrong. Look, right, like, I mean, yeah. and I disagree with them. I disagree. I disagree with them in conversations today on the floor. Uh, I'm saying, and, and, and I, I said, look, if we didn't need new border laws, why would we pass HR two? Mm. You know, Trump, Trump needed new border laws when he was president. He needed laws changed. Uh, what he ended up doing, which was great, he made a deal with Mexico. He did the Remain in Mexico policy. He, yeah. he, he created the asylum cooperation agreements with Northern Triangle countries. That's what he ended up having to do. So, look, I mean, I, I know you want to be like kind of get into a fight with Trump. I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm no, just no, going to say what's true. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you into a fight. what's true but, is we, but, need, we need a border deal. Right.